Welcome to Trust the Journey. I'm Melanie Curtis. Our mission is to live, laugh, love, and learn together with you. We're here to create conscious connections, to grow and contribute through our practice of openness, honesty, vulnerability, humility, and trust. Trusting the entire journey. Family, across the internet, our handle is trustthejourney.today. That's our website. It's our Instagram. If you would like to support the podcast, you can uh, subscribe on YouTube. You can follow us on Spotify or Instagram. You can leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you like the show, if not, no worries. (laughs) You can also financially support the show by becoming a member of our Patreon community. That's the Trust the Journey family. It is absolutely how we keep the show going and growing. It's a private Facebook group where we expand the conversations directly with anybody who is seeking community, who's seeking connection and support in their healing journeys as well. So we hold a really safe and and deep and non-judgmental integration space, encouraging us all to be vulnerable and support each other in our challenges and our wins. So yeah, if that calls to you, if you're feeling inspired by that idea and want to connect or just want to lurk and listen to learn more, you're welcome. All you need to do is join the Patreon community by going to trustthejourney.today and signing up. We also do host live integration coaching circles once a month that is included with our Patreon subscription. So please join us if you want. And that's again, trustthejourney.today. If you want to connect with me individually, or if you want to connect with my co-host Jay individually, you can go to jasonmaledski.com or melaniecurtis.com. Cool. Okay, so before we jump into day- to today's episode, per usual, when we're talking about psychedelic medicines or plant medicine, that type of healing, we are sharing for informational purposes only. We are not doctors and we do not promote doing anything illegal. Cool. So on that note, let's jump into this thing. Today, I am absolutely thrilled to welcome Caesar Marin. Caesar in the house. Yay. So good to be here. <laughs> Caesar, I'm going to read your bio and make you make you embarrassed and just enjoy <laughs> this. Yes, Caesar Marin. Yes. He is the owner and founder of Cultivating Wisdom. It's a di- he is a dynamic entrepreneur and esteemed former CNN producer. With a passion for empowering individuals through knowledge, he has successfully built a platform that promotes personal growth and enlightenment through the practice of microdosing. Caesar's commitment to wisdom cultivation has made him a respected figure in the psychedelics industry. His visionary leadership continues to inspire and transform lives. Yes, listen, I can jump right into our conversation and say that is very true. Like I kind of with Caesar before I even start, I was like thinking about it. Like we connected first on Instagram, we did, which we did. is not something I normally do. Honestly, it's not something that happens for me very regularly. But your radiance, your love, your true genuineness of spirit and heart was immediately apparent to me. And then we met at Psychedelic Science in June in Denver. And then in person, I was like, oh, God, this this person 
give me this hug. So welcome, <laughs> my friend. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Melanie. Thank you so much. I'm honored. I'm thrilled. I'm humbled to be here with you. It's um, it's like you said, we we got to know each other before we actually met each other, and 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 it was through that connection online through Instagram. Um, that that I got this sense that you were just this radiant, wonderful human who wanted to share her message and her message of love and of healing, and 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 the idea that you were going to be in in Denver and we were going to be there was just to me was like okay, I, I want to meet more people, and yeah. that's one person that I definitely want to meet and connect with. And it was funny because the idea was that we might meet in the conference and we actually met in the hotel. We actually met <laughs> yeah. like right outside. And it was like, okay, wait a minute. And, and, and right away I could tell that there was just this, this vibrational yeah. connection that was, that was something magical. That was something magical. So it was, it, it's, it's, it's been a blessing. It's been a blessing to, yeah. to be in your circle. It's been a blessing to have you in my circle and yeah. to now be here with you on the podcast is, yeah. is a thrill. Is a thrill. Oh, I know. I love it. Yeah. It's true. I mean, it really for me, it feels genuinely knowing you is feels like an ICU moment where your Thank souls you. and your spirit and uh, and I don't mean that in a in a woo way. I really don't. I mean it in a very like ac- actionable like this is a an empirical yeah. data point in my life meeting someone like you. So anyway, not to overly that. but it, yeah, so I'm I'm ha- stoked to have you here and one Thank of the you. things I like to do before yeah. we dive into content and talking about your journey is how are you doing? Like what, how are you feeling today right now? You know, obviously stepping into the trust of the journey space, but like what's, what's up with you today as a person? Um, there's, there's actually a lot. It, it, there's, there's, there's a lot of things on my mind in the sense of where we're going, right? Where this project is going. Um, it's funny because I'm coming up on the anniversary of my first ever awakening, which is which is a bit a bit crazy. Everything that's happened in this year, um, where if a year ago someone would have said this, if a year ago right now someone said, "Okay, this and this is going to happen," you're going to lose your job at CNN. You're going to start a company about psychedelics. You're going to end up being in conferences. You're going to be talking at conferences. I'd have been like, "You're crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> that's there's never. That's not going to happen." So it's right now we're at we're at this verge of it's a it's a new business. There's a lot of potential things happening. There's a lot of potential things to get that can happen, but at the same time, it's a new business. It's a growing business, and and being an entrepreneur for the first time in your life at the age of fifty five is is very challenging. It's very challenging, but it's reprogramming everything about yourself. So it's 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 that it's it's right now. You know, uh, we got Wonderland coming up in a couple of weeks down in Miami, which is going to be interesting. That's going to be another big conference. So so that's on the mind of of how we make sure to position ourselves there to get the best out of out of being there and continue to grow this this mission, this platform. Um, mm-hmm. and also myself, you know, my 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 own personal growth of okay, where 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 are we going? What happens next? What's what's what adventure is around the corner? Um and and just excited, excited about life, excited every day of waking up and and being yeah. able to walk my dog and being able to be outside and being able to have wonderful conversations with wonderful people. It's 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 a good life. I I'm I'm really appreciative of of the moment that I am uh, mentally, physically, and spiritually. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's sort of it doesn't come with challenges. It doesn't come with anxiety oh, yeah. of what happens. It doesn't come without. But it's 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 we're we're in a good place. We're we're in a really really great moment of, of my life. I'll be 56 in a couple of weeks. I'm excited about that. Um, actually, a month from now. Um, uh, so, 
So really excited about that. And and again, excited about the growth of Cultivating Wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. Entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart. It's it's no joke. It It's really not for everyone. I It sort of like makes me think of the parallels between uh, skydiving, because, you know, that's a part of my story, but also psychedelic healing. It's not for everyone. You know, I think uh, it can be for everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's not yeah, that I want to yeah. close the door to that, no, but it's a uh, no. but entrepreneurship is a is an animal, is a beast, and uh, it's a beautiful, creative one. I believe in entrepreneurship as this sort of beautiful, creative beast that is like so hard, but also so enlivening on so many levels. So I, I feel your share around that, especially being a young entrepreneur. And I say young, meaning new to this business, new to this field. And you mentioned your awakening. And so I kind of like, I can't let that, (laughs) you know, that's like a, oh, what is that? Exactly. What a teaser. What a teaser. Yeah. So tell us that story. Like what happened? How did you go from being a CNN person and having this long career to being changed in the ways that you have, like you take us there. It, it, it was quite a journey. And it, like I said, it was actually almost a month ago um, that that happened. And it all happened a year, uh, a year ago, a year ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a year yeah. ago, a year ago to it, it. My first awakening was the Monday before Halloween of 2022. Nice. Prior, prior to that, uh, someone very close to me has a psychedelic experience. Uh, they're off at Mar- Martha's Vineyards. It's the 4th of July. And they have a childlike experience. And they tell me, it was amazing. I just, I, my kids who I wanted to kill them an hour before, I was in love with them. I looked at my husband and I realized this is why I love this man. Um, and this this curiosity opened up. And I was like, hey, what is this psychedelics? And and at the time, and and if, if you read anything about me, that's something I've been very honest about. I, w- I was battling with a cannabis addiction. I was battling mm-hmm. with, with, with an addiction to to a substance and and the issue is not the substance it's the addict right it's okay, sort of it's when okay. when whatever that is whatever that issue is the substance the, 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 that pleasure point that you're going after in that addiction when that controls you more than you control it that's when the problems that's and that was my relationship with cannabis at the time so so maybe part of maybe part of the curiosity was a different high right because i got to the point where you know there wasn't a lot of getting high with the cannabis because it was being used so much um Weeks later, someone on a bike ride that I'm with in Atlanta, he looks like a child. And I'm like, what's up? And he goes, I just had some mushrooms. And I'm like, what? He's like, yes, and I feel like a kid. I feel like I'm riding a bicycle for the first time. And then the curiosity really gets poked at. And I'm like, okay, that's really interesting. And somehow, you know, through a friend, I, I, I get a chocolate bar. And it was funny because the first time I try psilocybin, I had only a piece of the chocolate bar. So I... I was not aware that I was actually having a microdose at that moment. Yep. But, you know, so I go on, I go on this bike ride and nothing really happens. I feel like a smile, but it was it was it wasn't anything. And I'm like, okay, but what happened? What happened to the hallucinations I was supposed to have and what happened right. to all, uh, you know, the visuals and everything people talked about. And it wasn't until a week later, uh, on the same Monday bike ride that we would do here in Atlanta, that I have half of the chocolate bar. And that's when he, that was when everything awoke, when yeah. it was like, wait a minute, that's what my hands feel like. And 
that's what it feels like to breathe and look at the look at the colors on the trees and mm-hmm. and, and and look at the night sky and remember this is the w- Monday before Halloween mm-hmm. so all the houses are decorated the bushes are looking amazing and I was just like what what else am I missing in life like what else am I not going around but it was it was it was really there was something curious about that day that, that that's definitely part of the journey that as I'm driving home, as 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 I'm on the highway and the street lights are going off like fireworks, there's this consciousness inside of me that says, Why are you driving like this? Why? Mm. And I was like, What? And and in any other condition, if I had been driving and drinking before, I'd be like, Don't worry, I've driven mm. worse than this. Oh, it's all good. You know, yep. if it was if it was cannabis, hey, there's no cops around, no worry, light it up, it's all good. Yep. There was something inside that was being very conscious and going, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? And I get home and as a good journalist, I right away, I start to research, like, what just happened? Right. Like, what was it that this substance did in my body that made me feel all these things that I hadn't felt in such a long time? What life felt like, that consciousness of, wait a minute, what are you doing? That 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 awakening, like, what was it that happened? And I started to realize, wait a minute. People are using this for medicine. Yeah. And they're using this for depression and they're using it for anxiety. And people are using this for PTSD. And wait a minute, what is this? What is this micro microdosing? What is this? Wait, people are using microdosing to get over substance dependencies. And that's when the heart was like, Did you see? Did you read that? And the brain was like, No, keep reading. Don't worry about that. Just don't no 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 no. They didn't see you didn't see anything. And the heart was like, That's it. That's how you can control that cannabis addiction that you have intentionally. And it was funny that you talked about the entrepreneur thing because it's just, I just, it, it came to mind that entrepreneurship is almost like a psychedelic journey. You have to have intentions. You have to have intentions. Is you it? have to be ready for the journey. And no matter what happens, you have to integrate everything you learn in entrepreneurship <laughs> to so make sure true. that the next journey is great. It's that's so sort of, true. That's such a great analogy that you say that. So that was. <laughs> So that was that was that was that awakening. That awakening was like, wait a minute, hold on a second. What am I missing in life? What else am I missing? And then, and as I start to 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 research on microdosing and how people are using this and and finding out about protocols and oh, there's different protocols: the Stamet protocol, Fatimid protocol, the you know okay. intuitional protocol. And I start reading about dosage and I start really educating myself. I go, okay, that's it. I'm ready. And and I take a deep dive into psychedelics, it, in which in a year they've completely the plant medicines have changed my life in many yeah. many a ways in many a ways of how I project myself, how I handle myself. Not that I wasn't like this before in the sense of like you know what, come here, let's let's a hug is going to help us figure things out. A smile will make your life better, my life better. I was always like that, but there was this lack of a a real awakening to my mm-hmm. real potential. Yeah. To my potential of being a true voice that I was always like behind the camera at CNN, you know, putting stuff on, but that no, wait a minute, I can project this voice of of hope and compassion yeah. and healing through plant medicine. And especially for my generation, especially yes, for people who, who can relate a bit more to me, like, wait a minute, hold on a second. He's lost his job. I lost my job. He's 55. I'm in my 50s. Yeah. He's gotten divorced. I've yeah. been divorced. Mm-hmm. His kids are older. My kids are older. There's a lot of things that, mm-hmm. that I can talk to people to say, wait a minute. I was where you were 
I was where you are 10 months ago. Yeah. Yeah. 10 exactly. months ago, I was, I was not awakened. I was asleep and I was just going through the motions and I was just going through things. And, 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 and plant medicine has really changed the way I look at life. I feel like that is, is such a common story that you hear in the psychedelic community. And it's definitely part of my mission and elevating voices is just like, if I'm not a researcher, scientist, or facilitator, like how can I be in service to healing humanity and healing, helping others find access to healing is I can hopefully lift voices like yes. yours that is not, not like, you're not like me, right? Mm-hmm. We are, we are so alike to the point of, you know, yes. like as a yes. tip of the hat to the intro, but we yes. are so divergent relative to I'm not a 55 year old man with older you know what I mean like your story is what will resonate with the people that are like you and it's one thing I don't want to glaze over I want to touch on because you shared so much good stuff in there is you talked about how the medicine I don't know if and correct me if I'm saying it in a way that you maybe wouldn't say it but uh like it helped you connect to feelings that you hadn't felt in such a long time. I'm almost curious your perspective on that as a man, you know, just as obviously as a person in in our Western culture and how we are so not encouraged to feel. Like we are taught that like feelings are failure, that we're fucking it up if we're... Yeah freaking out or we're having a human experience and there's like that is a big deal and so what I love about and where I'm going with this is what it sounded like in your awakening was this like I am feeling stuff on the joy side of the house and the love side of the house not just oh fuck I'm having a painful experience and I'm acknowledging and I'm validating that and I'm allowing that that's one side of acknowledging and and allowing our feelings but then there's this other side of like whoa I haven't felt joy or awe or real expansive love in how long mm-hmm. why anyway mm-hmm. you see where I'm going with that please say more if you if no, anything's no, you're, there for you you're 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 absolutely correct you're absolutely correct and 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 the, the reason being is that, um, especially my generation, my generation, and you hit it right on the head, we grew up where no one cares about your feelings. Hmm. Nobody don't, nobody cares about your feelings. Don't tell me about your feelings. Nobody cares. Check that at the door. Nobody cares, right? Hmm. Men were told that vulnerability is a weakness. Right. If you show that you're vulnerable, that's a sign of weakness. Don't you dare show that you're vulnerable ever. Who was who was the first person that said men don't cry? Why? Mm. Why? Right. I'm a human. Before being a man, before being a woman, we're humans. Mm-hmm. Right? And humans have emotions. And there's this emotion called crying. And sometimes it comes out of fear. Sometimes it comes out of joy. Sometimes yep. it comes out of sadness. Sometimes it comes out of laughter. You're right. right. So how can you tell me that I can't do that? Right. How can how can you tell me? And it's and 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 you hit something that's really important. And especially about my generation, men, I sense that men, my generation, a lot of them, I'm not going to say all of them, a lot of them fall into two pods. Right. One, 
You have that man that grinded. He went to work every day at five o'clock in the morning. He was in that office and he was there till nine o'clock at night and he grinded and he made it. And now he's got, you know, the latest Mercedes. And yes, he's got a $2 million house and he's got a 70 inch TV. And, you know, his kids each got Lexus is when they turned 16. What does he really have? Is he feeling joy? Is he feeling love? Or his kids coming home to dinner? from college no you know why because you never took your daughter out on a date mm-hmm. to a movie because you were busy working because you never went and kicked the ball with your kid because you were on a spreadsheet right so you have that pot or you have the men that are my age and going you know what 10 more years and hopefully i'll retire hopefully i'll win the lottery hopefully you know that'll bring me happiness you know and i'm just gonna go through the motions and then i'll retire and then they'll roll me down the stairs and then i'll go off that's that's not life. Yeah. That's that's not life at all. Life yeah. is like you said, life is loving, life is feeling, life is talking. Yeah, life is talking connecting. to your partner, your neighbor, someone on the bus, someone in the line, someone <laughs> whatever at the TSA just going, Are you having a good day? They might tell you, you know what? Fuck you, mind your own <laughs> fucking business. And that's fine. But uh, someone might say still a real Thank connection. You. Exactly. <laughs> But most likely, someone's going to say, I'm doing awesome. Thank you for asking. How are you doing? I'm yeah. doing great. Why that art is so missing right now, and that has really happened with the plant medicine, that connection not only to myself, but to everyone else. To realize that why not walk down the street with a smile and smile at every person I can? Why? Because he's high and he's microdosing? Yeah, most likely, Yes. That's because he's living a great life. He's loving his life, right? Why not come up to someone and give them a hug and say, you know what? Whether they're having a good day, whether they're having a bad day, that's just going to make their day better. What was the pain that you were experiencing before? I mean, other than, you know, obviously, this is sort of building on what we're talking about here, because I think a big part of these conversations that makes them inspiring is 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 not only what's possible, but also where you came from. You know what I mean? Like, what was the struggle? What was the the like pain point that you were like, this has to change or or you know, I it was like going through the motions. I think you said you lost your job or what what kind of happened? It was- you know what I mean? It's it's funny that you ask that because there's there's the universe does things in amazing ways. Yes, the right? plant medicine could have come into my life in my twenties, and I could have been off getting high. And right, God knows what. Right, mm-hmm. um, I could have been laid off at CNN and plant life not come into my life. Mm-hmm. And what would have happened then? Right, what would have? It's in a words, it's an interesting question. It really what, is. Exactly. What would have happened? So so the fact that the universe brings plant medicine into my life right at the moment where I'm about to get laid off from CNN, mm-hmm. is that a coincidence? Or is that just the universe saying, you know what? A little wing. Hold on a second. <laughs> exactly. We're going to close your 25-year chapter at CNN, right? And we're going to open up this new one. Because let's be honest, Mel. Let's totally be honest. If I wasn't feeling in the sense of how alive I was feeling, of, of really being in my emotions, of really sensing who I am, and then more importantly, living in the now, right? realizing that the past is gone, that's that's never coming back. And the future is so uncertain that 
there's nothing, there's nothing to do. So I had, I had a couple of options once I got laid off of CNN. And it was funny, the plant medicine comes into my life. I start to create cultivating wisdom, right? I'm still working at CNN with the sense of like, this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. The plant medicine, the intentions, you know, going into the microdosing was, okay, what happens after CNN? Whether I get laid off or whether I don't get laid off, what happens at CNN? And as I start to create and put these things in motion, right? And then the universe finally says, you know what? Your time at CNN is done. You know, we're going to go off to do something else. There was the pain, the the the, the medicine had already alleviated the pain point in the sense yeah. of what are we going to do next? Nice. This is now yours. This is now mm-hmm. yours. You are now going to go from being a sailor on a ship to now be the captain of your own ship. Amazing. And there's going to be a lot that's going to come with this. But the more you sense your feelings, the more you talk, the more you tell people, hey, you know what? I don't know how to do this. Or you know what? How about if we do this? Or the more you share your feelings and your experiences, the easier you can alleviate those pains. And the pain point was was that, that, that stuckness. Yeah. That, that second pod I talked about that men my generation mm-hmm. where you're just going through the motions. Mel, yep. you don't understand, Melanie, how many times I walked, because I, I, I would work an eight o'clock show, which means yep. if your show is on at eight o'clock in the morning, you're in the office at four. Yeah. You got to you gotta do show prep. You can't, mm-hmm. you, know, you don't walk in at eight o'clock and the show is done. So you do not know how many times I would be walking into CNN going, how much longer do I have to deal with this? And let's be honest, I've been there for 25 years. So I was, there was something good, right? The fact that I've been in there for 25 years, there's good benefits. There's good, right. it's a good salary if you've been at CNN for 25 years. But yet still, that wasn't doing it. That wasn't, there was something, there was that lack of, and maybe something it was that missing, lack of not having yeah. a voice, mm. not having a platform for myself to be, you know what? Maybe the universe has something bigger for me yeah. than I even know I have the potential to have. So it's just amazing. I think it's also cool because you are, and again, I feel like you're still quite young and quite young person. Um, but in some perspectives would be like you're an older person, you know what I mean? And it's like it almost fits into this idea of of we never know when the next chapter, you know, and, and it's also like the, it's never, ever too late. Yeah. I, I definitely am a fan of those types of obviously ideas, but, you know, memes you see on the Internet, shit like that, where it's telling the story of this person published their first book at 70 or this person, whatever, like that stuff is real. That stuff happens. And it's almost like the blanket of the, of the pattern of the routine of the ideologies that we're indoctrinated with or whatever the word is, you know, all of that stuff, just living it's it's can feel very challenging, I think, to believe that something else is possible for us. You know what I mean? And it's beautiful that your experience with psilocybin and that medicine helped you to access those possibilities for yourself. That's a, like a big thread that I see and hear in your story, which is beautiful, you know, and and it's not to say that you couldn't have found it without 
medicine. You know what I mean? Because I do think that we are capable as humans to challenge ourselves into experiences, whether it's plant medicine or not, that will help us open our mind, that will help Mm. us shift a perspective, that will help shake our stuckness like Mm -hmm. out of our routine. Like all of that matters, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I want to hear more about the protocols, honestly, it's, if you if you have if you feel like you're yeah, yeah, someone who can share about those, no, of course, because yeah. I feel like I, people might be going, what what is that? What's a microdosing yeah, protocol? Yeah, definitely. You know, you're the guy we want to hear from. Definitely. Definitely. And, it, and it, it's it's something you touched on. It's sort of that 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 intentionality of, of the medicine is is incredibly important, right? That this yeah. is this is one tool in your toolbox. This isn't the fix all be all. I'm going to have, you know, start a protocol on psychedelics and it's going to change my world. Or I'm going to go have a journey and sit with ayahuasca and my life is going to completely change. Right. Or, you know, I'm going to sit with, 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 with MDMA with my partner and our whole complete, you know, relationship, relationship is, get is better. sealed forever. Yeah. No, 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 no other work will be required. Yeah, no, definitely no, not. There's, it's there's, not it's a panacea a, at all. No, it's a tool. It's a really important tool when used correctly, mm-hmm. a really important tool to open up that mind, but it's not the be all do all. That's for sure. That's, yeah. that's definitely, so I'm glad, I'm glad that you, that, that, that you pointed that out and that you stress that because that's important. Um, protocols, it's, it's, it's funny because I preface it by saying that since this is microdosing in the sense of the clinical studies of microdosing is very new, it's very mm-hmm. infantile yet, um, there is no clinical um, research enough being done that you can say this is mm-hmm. uh, this protocol works better than this, this protocol Got works it. better than that. So that's, so I just, I like using examples and experiences. Cool. Yeah, um, great. For myself, the Fadiman protocol which Dr. James Fadiman, the godfather of microdosing, he was, he's sort of credited with coming up with the word microdosing. He did some studies with people doing citizen science and okay. he getting those papers back. So he, through all his research, came up with this protocol, which calls for one day on, two days off. Okay. So you have a day of dosage, you have a day of transition, and then you have a day of integration. Cool. Right? And then you repeat. He calls for doing it four to six weeks with then three weeks integration. Okay. For me, for me, that protocol worked beautifully. Why? Because the first dosage day, it was like, okay, life is amazingly wonderful. Life is beautiful. I have everything I need. Life is good. And not once did I think, I need to go get high with that cannabis. Nice. Remember, I went in with the intentions right, to stop using the cannabis. So I made sure that there was no cannabis around me. Yeah. Right. Yep. I made sure it wasn't like, set you know what? Set setting. Exactly. Yeah. Set and setting, you know? Mm-hmm. So I made sure there wasn't the cannabis. And there was, it was, the cannabis wasn't even a thought. The second day, the transition day was maybe a thought of like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, but I didn't need it yesterday. I don't really, why would I need it today? You know, I'm fine without it. Plus there's no cannabis here. I don't need to go out and do whatever. Yeah. yeah. I'm fine. That third day, that integration day, which with any psychedelic experience, big, small, medium, large, that integration is the most important part. That is when that work is done. That really, you know what I mean? I can, I can, I don't want to deal with this problem. I want to smoke cannabis. No, you don't. No. Why would you? And why were you doing that before? Yeah. There's this consciousness. There's this openness of this consciousness. Because then you start to think, wait a minute. I did so much this last two days without using the cannabis. How much could I have accomplished before? If I hadn't been using the cannabis, right? 
So sort of that integration of like, wait a minute, I don't, I don't, I don't need that substance. I don't need that situation. So for me, that 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 protocol worked beautifully. That was nice. that was wonderfully one day on, two days off, and worked super nice. Um, I so, love using. So wait, so you that protocol was four to six weeks. So you did Correct. one day on, two days off for six weeks, and then you reassessed for what Correct. to do next and how to proceed. Correct. I took a okay. three-week integration break. I took a three-week integration break, went over my journaling, Love went it. over sort of, you know what, how did I deal with some of my stress, um, sat again in my normal human feeling conditions that happened, right? And But was more awakened to the, okay, wait a minute. Oh, you know what? Uh, two weeks ago, I had the same situation or I had the same issue. How did I deal with it then? I sit there and pull my hairs out and no, right. you know what I mean? I sort of sat there. I, I took a deep breath. I analyze situation. That's what I'm going to do. And that's why that, that integration is really, really important. Those integration breaks are, are important to sort of reset, recalibrate, set new intentions. Yeah. Right? So if you know what, and like I tell people, is microdosing for the rest of your life? I would hope not. I would, I would, I would, you know what I mean? It's sort of, you know, that there's things that come out of plant medicine um, big journeys, small journeys that 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 we might not be awakened to. That's what they do. That's definitely yeah, what they do. Yeah, totally. It's fascinating that whole concept too, because obviously, well, not obviously for people who've listened to the show, this is obvious. But like, uh, obviously, I've been on my own journey with plant medicines and healing and doing all of that work. Um, I bring that up because it is a when will I need my next ceremony? Will I? What will that look like? The last year I met, I sat with medicine multi- multiple times as a sort of intentional, deeper engagement with, with ayahuasca specifically, which was very, very useful. At the end of last year, my last ceremony, she basically told me, you're good. Go, go integrate. Like, you're, this is good job. Basically, like, good work and go integrate. So I haven't sat with ayahuasca in almost a year. And that's by design. That's intentional because the medicine has not called me back. I believed the insight that I received in the sense where it's like, okay, now I got to go do the work. I got to go do the integration work of like, what have I learned versus going every time I have a challenge, oh, I need to go and do a ceremony. It's not really true. Like, what are the skills that I need to employ now? And, and you know, I'm personally experiencing with a little bit of microdosing with psilocybin very haphazardly, but just sort of getting a sense for how my body and my yeah. psyche and spirit respond to connecting with that medicine in smaller doses. How does my creativity, is it amplified? I'm focusing a little bit more some days when I'm like, oh, I, I feel more and I maybe want to cry, you know, something yeah. like that. So it really depends. Um, I, again, my experience microdosing is very haphazard. I certainly don't feel in any way equipped to advise on it, more just sharing my experience. Yeah. Um, but anyway, keep keep going and tell us where it I, went after that first protocol for you. I I think I think it, it, it's, it's really smart what you said, that sort of that intuition sometimes, right? That sort of that the medicine calls you. Yeah. Right? That the medicine, that there, there's something really about that. And, and a lot of people who I've talked to who have come up to me and asked me, some there's been something that has sort of called them to the medicine. It's never, 
Oh, I woke up this morning and said, you know what? I wonder what happens if I take some mushrooms. Something, there was something that was calling him to him. And, and that's, that's, a, that's important to realize that, right? That it's sort of, and that comes out of intentions. Once, once that calling is there, then it's like, what, okay, so what are my intentions to be doing what I'm doing, to be going on this journey to, 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 to figure out what, what I want to do? Um, so it's, it's, it's going back to, to myself. Uh, it's been a year. I've had, I won't say I've done six, six different protocols. Um, I did do the Fatima protocol three times. And then, um, after someone who I had, I had helped guide them to get on a microdosing protocol, they had come up to me and said, you know what, that Fatima protocol, I'm not really sure if it worked for me. It was like, I like that first day I was really focused that second day, like I was focused, but you know, things were still sort of coming up. By the third day, I wasn't as laser as I was that that, that you know that first day. And we sort of went over what he does. And he's someone who's got you know three four deadlines a day. Yeah. Um, so we said, well, why don't we try the Stamets protocol for you, which mm-hmm. that calls for four days on, three days off. Some people do five days on, two days off. I I, I think that the medicine somehow builds up a threshold. So I'm I'm a bigger fan of the four days on, three days off, and giving it a bit of the rest. Um, so he started, it was a funny story with him because he started to do that protocol and he calls me a month later and he said, um, my boss has called me into their office. And I went, shit, what happened? He goes, they wanted to know how my productivity had gone up 20% in the oh, last month. Oh my gosh. And I was like, I what? believe he's, it. He's like, he's like, yes, I just come in more focused. He goes, the deadline, I don't even worry about the deadline anymore. Like the yeah. deadline doesn't exist. The only thing that exists is the work. Like yeah, the work, yeah. Like driving into work, I'm already mentally working. Like by the moment I sit down, I'm halfway done through my task, and by the end of the day, I'm like, okay, what what deadline? And by Thursday, I'm almost done with the week's work, and like, you know, so I'm so I'm I'm I'm, I'm pleasant, and that's why I tell a lot of people with microdosing to really feel the true effects of microdosing and really figure out what it does for your body. It's good to be on a consistent protocol, even if it's right. just. Five weeks. Let me try five weeks. Let me commit five weeks, you know, and start a baseline and see where I am afterwards and see where that goes. It's sort of, yeah. it's, it's, it, it, so that it's not, you know what, I'm, I'm having a bad day, you know, let me see if, 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 if this might help because then it's, then the full potentiality of the microdosing. It's like, you know, it's like I tell people, um, and you know, you know, the afterglow, you know, after you had a wonderful experience afterwards yes. where you're just like, Oh yes, man, <laughs> man. Even even the challenging ones, even the challenging yeah. oh, journeys. Oh, all of my ceremonies have been really challenging. <laughs> no, so <laughs> I, yeah, I've had I've had one or two that it's been like even those that afterwards you're like, hmm. To me, microdosing on a good protocol, good consistent, good. You found your flow. It's just a constant afterglow. It's just a nice. constant afterglow. Like you wake up and you're like. Life is good. Life is amazing. Let's get productive. Let's do. Let's just enjoy the now. I'm not going to think about yesterday. I'm not going to think about tomorrow. I'm going to just think about right now. This is where it's at. That that to me, when you find that, that's that's a beautiful situation. That's a that's yeah. a that's a beautiful beautiful feeling. And that's what's worked for me right now. I'm towards the latter part of being back on the Fatiman protocol. Um, and then I'll take I'll take some breaks off, and then I have. Um, I was invited. It's funny how either the medicine calls you or somehow invites you in. It's it, and that was it was funny the other day that you posted the your sketching about yes. the five meo DMT. 
I wanted that, to that, ask you about this experience. That, that, I'm glad it's going that, that, here. <laughs> that that medicine came up to me, and it's sort of it's that calling. It's that mm. calling of the medicine. So a couple of months ago, um, I'm asked to uh, I'm invited to go down to a retreat in Jamaica because they wanted uh, to see if I could give them a hand promoting the retreat. Okay, and I was like, okay, wonderful. Of course, I would. I'm gonna go to Jamaica like, uh-huh. to a retreat. Like a retreat with like a pool and someone to hang out <laughs> and this Jamaican food. Yes. Okay, perfect. Let's go. I just have to get down there. Yes, you just got to get down there. I get down there not realizing that I was diving into a very deep dive retreat, like a yeah. very deep healing, um, you know, a protocol that a, that a doctor down in, in, in Jamaica has come up with. She's an amazing, amazing person. The healing that I got during those four days there was just a breakthrough that came after being there was just amazing. But it was really deep. Like the first day was four grams. Like I just got so off wait, the plane. So wait, wait, wait. For people, li- so some people might have yeah. no idea what you're talking about. Like okay. this, a lot of our audience are, are people that are really new to this conversation. Okay. There yeah. are definitely people listening that are not new to this conversation, but the vast majority of our listeners want the education. So like, okay. what are definitely. what are you talking about? 5-MeO-DMT, what's that? Like okay. four grams of what? Like wh- So like tell I'll us start, what your yeah. experience <laughs> was and give people an yeah. insight into what you're, what you're sharing about how you yeah. got the breakthroughs that you got. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. That's, that's actually great. Um, so yeah, so I'm invited down to this, psilo- it was a psilocybin, it was a mushroom retreat in Jamaica. Uh, you were going to do four days of medicine was the idea of psilocybin, of just like psilocybin. Like a high dose. Like a high, very high dosage of psilocybin. Very. Yep. So if 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 you're microdosing is less than half a gram is considered mm-hmm. microdose, and between half a gram and two grams is considered a, a museum dose, a medium dose, some visuals, some perception. Um, mm-hmm. You know, not really deep deep journey. Anything over two grams, three grams, four grams, five grams. Yeah. You're getting into some deep, deep, deep medicine where. You know, the consciousness could really open up. There could be a lot of visuals. There could be a lot of distortions. There could be um, one intentions. When you go in there with intentions and you're giving the medicine a roadmap, there's a lot of times you can see a lot of what you're looking for. Um, so this was a heavy duty. This was a high dosage retreat. Yeah. So usually a, 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 a good retreat dosage is usually about four grams. Um, this retreat right off the bat was four grams. Yeah, um, like it's intentionally a ceremonial space. And I always say ceremony because the I way like that. that I meet medicine is always with sacredness, with reverence, with respect, with intentionality. It's not like, oh, we just go on, go, oh yeah, four grams, sure, pop it in. No, that's not how I, and I'm, and I don't, that's not what I think you're describing it as, but yeah, more correct. just yes. to, to uh, invite people into the difference between like, I, I feel like uh, I was talking with um, Carlos Tanner the other day, the founder of the mm-hmm. Ayahuasca Foundation. He yeah. was on the show and he mentioned about like how in the West we're so we have no relationship with what we consume. Like we'll just pop a pill and go right back to what we're doing and have this sort of almost negative relationship with the yes. the drugs that we consume for the purposes that we're hoping that they will, you know, salve the symptoms or whatever but anyway what i think is so profound one of the things that's so profound about plant medicine work and ceremonial work specifically too is that 
that real intentionality, that real reverence and respect that you bring to medicine. Even when I take a microdose, I like pause, I I express express gratitude. And it's not that I have some deep ceremony and I burn incense every time I take a microdose. I don't, but I do bring that respect and and care and reverence to it every time, even if it's something as small as a microdose. That's that's really important that you bring that up. I mean, it's 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 again the reverence and the gratitude, right? That that the earth has given us this. That the yeah. whether you believe whatever you believe in, right? right. Put these medicines on the earth for us to help us. If only for that, take that one moment of saying thank you, totally. thank you for whatever whatever you're going to do to me, whatever whatever right. healing I'm looking for, whatever creativity I'm looking for, whatever it is that I want out of this ceremony. That you that you do take that pause. You do it, it's that gratefulness, that gratefulness for 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 what it's going to do is is really important. Yeah. That's so anyway, important. not to interrupt your your share, but I've, no, I no, no, I just no, felt like that's something no, to, no, worth no, highlighting for those listening. I, I think it's there's a really big difference, and and it, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up between a recreational use of plant medicine and a ceremonial use of plant medicine and it goes back and in and i think in both if your intentions are to go have a good time at a party at a rave at a museum at a mo- whatever then you have some intentionality then that can you know, be still, healing too exactly still healing, still yeah. still mm-hmm. exactly realize what's going to go on and be grateful and be thankful for what's going on but it's 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 important i i think it, it, it's awesome that you brought that up that it's important that we give thanks to to what the earth has given us because it is the earth that's given us these plant medicines. Yeah, so and in this story, you're no. stepping into a four-gram experience, which clearly is a ceremonial dose. So tell mm-hmm. us tell us about that. So that was that was that was quite a journey um in the sense of, you know, when I went in there, the tensions were trying to figure out where this project goes next, where yeah. we take cultivating was next. Um, you know, are we on the right path? And and there was a lot of I had almost sensed that I was going back to childhood and fear, right? Fear of, of of consequences, fear of punishment. There was there was still this sense of, you know, you believe in this business, but you don't totally believe in it because you're scared of the consequences, you're scared right. of the punishment if it, it doesn't succeed, if it doesn't happen. And 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 there was a lot of that opening up that first day. And when I talked to the doctor who was facilitating, who was who was holding ceremony for us. You know, she said, "Well, that was what we wanted to do. We wanted to open it up. We, 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 the, the, the test wasn't to heal you on the first day, and then you spend the rest of the three days here just jacuzzi lounging. <laughs> That's not the <laughs> point. You know what I mean? We're here to sort of really figure this out. So just, you know, go to bed with some sense of okay, you've opened something up. You get a sense of what you're looking for. You know, what what is it that 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 that, that you're trying to find, and we'll we'll go again tomorrow. The second day." Um, she said, okay, well, I want you to really go deep. I want you to sit with seven grams of psilocybin. And I was like, okay, that's, that's a lot of medicine. And she said, you, you really need to, you need to dig deep. I mean, you, you're, you're at this verge of something happening big. You have something big on the threshold that you're Mm -hmm. at. And it's just, you need to make sure that you, you're figuring out what it is that's, that's holding you back. And, um, you know, it's it's I don't mind sharing my vulnerability with people because I think it's it's important for us to realize sometimes the the, the way the mind works. Um, and I had gone through before going to Jamaica to this sense of like you know what I'm I'm just going to sleep on it. 
you know, I got these issues, I got these bills, I got whatever, we got to do this, I'm just going to sleep, I don't figure out tomorrow. Yeah. And in Jamaica, uh, that, that, that dark part of the ego with so much medicine was getting in my ear going, okay, just go to sleep here. Please. End it here. End it here in Jamaica. Go ahead. Why not? You know what I mean? Just that way you don't have to worry about anything. All those fears you have, all the issues, whether it's bills, whether it's this happening, is this not happening, whether what's going to happen, you know, all those worries will go away if you just go to sleep. And and what 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 what, what a more poetic place to do it than Jamaica? Mm-hmm. And it was like like why? Wait a minute. And and the doctor who was incredibly profound, um, you know, came in and she listened to me. You know what I was talking about, and she said, "Well, if that's the case, then what's your legacy? And that what's mm-hmm. your legacy for your children, or for your spouse, or for your parents, or for all these other people that believe in you?" What's a legacy for you, for yourself, and 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 the medicine, you know, was was afterwards kicked in in a sense of like, what do you, what are your fears? Like, what are you? What's this little ego that you have that's like talking to you that you can't? Who says you can't? And who look at the person in the mirror, and let that person tell you if you can or can't. Not that ego. Look at that person in the mirror because that's that's the real you. That's who you should be looking at every day. And realizing that you can do this. And it was there's this big breakthrough in the sense of like, yes, you know what? And I have to, if I don't really see it, which is sometimes a problem we have as humans, yeah. which, that visualizing, we 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 hit that roadblock. But I, I'm a big believer in the more we the more we think, act, and behave like the person we really want to be, the more fruition that comes and it comes to reality. That's the breakthrough that the medicine had at that moment of like, yes, you're you're going to be you're going to be okay. You're going to be fine. Yeah. If you believe in yourself, if you believe in yourself, that's going to be amazing. So that yeah. second day and that journey was 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 that first, that opening of like, really believe in yourself, like really have this confidence. Um, the third day was a smaller oh, dosage. Caesar, of, let me, let yeah, me jump ahead. in. Yes, of course. Thank you for sharing that. Obviously that's, it, it speaks volumes to making sure we are in a safely held container so that you're having these struggles with this darkness, which I'm sure plenty of people can relate to. And you had the support that you needed in that challenging experience with medicine or whatever. And I just want to highlight that because the last thing we would want is for people to be in these situations and be battling this darkness by themselves, Mm, like knowing that if God, if people are at risk, there are people that you can call. There are there are resources, whether you're, you know, and certainly when you're communing with medicine at a high dose, you the safe container is so important. And the people that are facilitating and holding space for you are really there so that you can get an experience with this, with the darkness so that you no longer have to be afraid of it. You know, like how beautiful that you came out of that and you're like, no, I got it. The antidote to this is is believing in myself. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. I'm fucking into it. Yeah, fuck yeah. 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 Exactly. And I, and I love that you bring that up because it's it is it is really important to have someone safe, right? Someone yeah. that knows what you're doing. Psycho again, psychedelics can be so beautiful, but at the same time, they can be harrowing. They could there's there's situations that could be dark. Um, because oh my that's just goodness. that's that's, yeah. that's that's human that's humanity. Mm-hmm. Humanity's light or darkness. Out. That's where we are. Mm-hmm. And, and and when you add psychedelics to it and you sort of really put the weight on it, 
it's it's important to have someone there and you don't you just need someone who loves right whether it's a therapist who loves and has a heart whether it's a partner who loves and has a heart whether it's a friend who loves and has a heart you just need someone to be there it's this isn't something you want to go into and, and do this alone whatsoever and it's yeah and and and, and that love situation and, and i'll touch on it on the five meo sure um well, is incredibly important and 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 that was the beautiful thing about that jamaica experience was that it was a retreat where everyone was loving yeah there was this sense of, of safe space safe healing yeah safe container yeah um understanding um and just, note if you don't feel that peeps listening you do not have to do that retreat you no. don't have to even if you think that no. if the medicine is called if you get to a place and it doesn't feel right for you you don't you don't have to do anything you can trust that and step out of that experience so i love making sure people have really understand that so sorry go ahead trust, trust your intuition trust mm-hmm. your intuition trust especially something like this, especially a retreat. If you're contemplating yeah. going to a retreat, if that's something that you're interested in, if that's something that's poked your childhood curiosity, do your research, talk to people who have been yeah. there, um, really get a sense of who the people running the retreat is, not some broker who's going to hook you up to a retreat and the next thing you know, you're there. Try to talk to the owners, try to talk. People in this space are in a loving situation. We'll make sure that they have the time to talk to you and answer any questions you have they're doing this with love Absolutely. if you don't have something like that i i would definitely question question the retreat um yeah so, so day three so day three day three was beautiful it was a lot there, there was there was some um yoga and some massage therapy and then the retreat did something beautiful where they took you out to the woods and you planted a tree so you left a bit of yourself in jamaica and then you went down to this magical place called source um, which is the source of this river. This river starts to come out of the ground and starts to source down towards river in Ocho Rios, Jamaica. Um, and it's just, just bamboo amphitheater um, that's beautiful. And you go down there um, at dusk. So once the sun starts to fall, all these fireflies come upstream and they illuminate the whole area. It's beautiful. We did. I did three grams going down there. I did make the mistake, and this is something that Obviously, if, if you haven't had a psychedelic experience and it's something that, uh, especially with psilocybin, if it's something that, that you're, you're curious about or something that you're thinking about, um, food intake is is incredibly uh, important. I somehow got hungry and made the mistake of eating something, you know, a little bit too close to that ceremony and that didn't set well in my stomach. So that was that was fine. But it was it, it, the funny thing about that day in that medicine was that after three days of, of, of intense ceremony like that there is you're you're tired you're, you're a bit tired and as we were sitting down there waiting for the fireflies i'm starting to get dry i'm starting to fall asleep and all i hear is the medicine going i told you not to fall asleep <laughs> wake up if you're missing out on this who knows what else you're missing out on so it was it was it was definitely it was definitely a beautiful experience and then the fourth day and this is where i get to the five meo dmt um and for those of you who do not know 5-MeO-DMT, the DMT is something that naturally occurs in the body. High elevations of DMT can take you to different realms, different conscious realms that could be incredibly enlightening. Um, there's different types of DMT. DMT is used uh, as part of the ayahuasca mixture. 
Um, so the root itself is not what creates the active ingredient in ayahuasca. It's, it's, it's the root and the DMT that comes out of some of the leaves. So DMT is naturally found in a lot of places. 5-MeO-DMT is the DMT found in the poison secreted from toads uh, that live in the Baja area of Mexico and Texas. Um, and that venom is then crystallized and then it's vaporized and then it gives you quite a psychedelic experience. A lot of people call 5-MeO-DMT the God Molecule. Um, and it's it's incredibly powerful. The two of the people that were there along with the retreat um, were they they serve five meo uh, here in the states. They're these beautiful, beautiful, beautiful couple, and that's why I go back to the same thing when you're when you're talking about medicine. Um, if you're receiving or being served ceremony by someone with love, it's you you can tell right away. This couple from day one. Um, was just loving, and they they had let me know that that they would be able to serve um, ceremony with five meo for me if I wanted to. How the did you know you were ready? Because I, I'm genuinely asking because like I I don't feel ready, and I've said this, I've shared this, yeah. I shared this in my post the other day mm-hmm. on Instagram when I shared my drawing. Uh, the medicine five meo DMT has not called to me yet. It even it scares me even thinking about it. Uh, but I'm very curious. I, I imagine at some point in my lifetime it will call. I'm not yeah. sure. We'll see. Uh, but I am. I'm interested in people who meet the medicine because I'm just curious what your how it called and like how did you know you were ready. I'm just. I'm curious. Per- this is a selfish question. I'm really genuinely. No, 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 know. no, no. It's a great question. It's a. It's a great question. It's not a selfish question at all because it's. This isn't let's just do 5-MeO-DMT just right. to see what happens, right? That's no, not, no. God, no. No, 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 no. You don't, no. that's not, no, no. A friend of mine has a friend of mine has a DMT pen. Let me take a hit out of it to see what happens. No, 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 no. Um, so the the medicine had been offered, right? You know, the, the, the fact that it was available was was there. So that was that was part of the 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 seed. Um, I think having gotten so many wonderful messages from the psilocybin those yep. three days, right? From this is why you're scared. This is what's going on. To no, you don't want to go to sleep. You have to wake up and Tuzu. you have to believe in yourself. To again reiterating, don't fall asleep on anything. Be awake for everything that's coming for you. That I was like, okay, what other message can the psilocybin have for me? And the fact that 5-MeO-DMT followed me all the way to Jamaica right. to say, here I am. Here I am. Here I am. Yeah, This is I your get opportunity. That. Makes sense. Makes sense. It made it. And, and don't think that, you know, the moment they said, hey, there's 5-MeO, would you be interested in having ceremony? And I was like, oh, yeah, fine. No, there was there was like, I don't know. There was like, but towards that third day, there was something about, and, I, and then <laughs> the fact that of the of the rooms in the retreat, mine was the only one that had a frog toad as a oh. door knocker. Might have also been <laughs> might have also been the universe saying, "You're ready, guy. You're ready." <laughs> um, so that so that was that was that was that was a beautiful that was definitely a beautiful thing that that happened. Um, so the night before, they said, "Okay, so if you want, we can do it tomorrow. We can go back down to Source, which is a beautiful setting to have your five meo." 
Um, I said, yes. Um, I talked to the doctor. The doctor was like, are, you know, are you sure? I said, yes, this is, this is what I want. And I think for her, my sense of um, this is really what I want gave her the sense of, okay, then, you know, you can go out of my protocol, which isn't really what I wanted, but right. I get a, I get a sense, you know, she understood, which is really, I really respected that in her. Someone's ego could have said, no, 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 no. That's not right. what, you know, right. you know, we're, we're here to do this. So she was very open to it. Um, and wow, just incredibly wow. I'm going to try to make this as, as not as, as drawn out as possible, but yeah. it was, it was a beautiful, beautiful ceremony. Um, we get down to source. Like I said, it's just this amphitheater that's covered by bamboos. Um, and the person, um, Angel, who was going to serve for me, um, he says, I'm going to get this space ready for it. I'm going to cleanse it for you. I'm going to get it really, um, you know, in, in, in a vibrational uh, atmosphere where you're going to be most conducive to what you need. Um, and he said, I just want you to go walk. And as I walk, I'm walking barefoot towards where the river starts, right, where it starts to come up. And And as I start to walk, I'm just... Again, I'm sure it was three days of medicine. I'm sure there's a lot of emotions going on. I'm sure the body being prepared for what's going to happen. Now, all of a sudden, I just start to cry. Yeah. It's just like tears just start coming down. And I'm not, it's not like I'm happy. It's not like I'm sad. It's not like I'm anything. I'm just starting to cry. And as I'm walking, it's a rough road. There's like rocks and there's mud and it's nasty and it's grassy. And I'm like, and all I hear is walk your path. Like walk mm. your path. Just continue to walk your path. And I'm like, Okay, and I'm just continuing to just ball cry as I'm walking down this dirt path until I get to the river. And as I step into the river, it took me longer to hear, look down. And as I look down, my feet, which have been covered in mud and guck and everything else, by by the river, because the river starts there, it's so forceful that it just my feet were were already clean. It's like I look down and all I hear is like, is it clear now? Can you not see that the path is rocky? It is dirty, but at the end, it's very clear that this is your path that you must walk. And I was like, okay. And I walk back and I walk back to where the ceremony is going to be held. And Angel sits for me and he says, okay, who are you present for? Mm-hmm. And so many people came to mind and I said, well, I have to be present for myself. That's who I need to be present for. Because if I'm not present for myself, I can't be present for anybody else. Mm-hmm. Can't said, that's that's perfect. And as we sit there, um, he says, "Okay, get ready." He sort of gets, you know, he, there's a prayer that you read. Uh, the prayer I read it like I read every single syllable of it and felt every single syllable of it. And it just talks about the the healing journey starts now. Like you're forever healing for anything that you've done in the past or anyone that you've had resentment towards. That, that healing, all of it starts at that moment. Um, the prayer sort of opened my heart up and it opened up my spirit. And as he sits there and he starts to facilitate the 5-MeO, which is in a vaporizer, he's he's heating it up. Um, and, you know, he'll tell you to inhale. And his wife stands behind you and Kira will lift your arms. She's going to lift your arms. Mm-hmm. And he says, you're going to count to 15. And we're going to count together the 15 as you're inhaling. And I want you to inhale really slowly. And I start to count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And I'm not sure if you've seen my Instagram, but if you haven't, if you if you check it out in Cultivating That Wisdom, there's a picture of me in Jamaica 
where I'm sitting in front of this just vast green jungle. Um, and as I count to 10, Melon, I'm transported. I'm like rocketed right into that jungle. And I'm standing in that jungle of like vastness. And I can hear every single creature. And I can hear every animal. And I can sense everything moving in the grass. And everything's like in eight dimensions. And I can sense every single green. And all I hear is, you see this abundance? This abundance is everywhere for you. This abundance exists and it's never ending. You just have to see it. You have to see that the abundance is never going to stop as long as you are here present for it. And I was like, I could sense everything. I was like, of course it is. Of course it's everything's available. It's just there. It's just you have to see it. You have to believe it and you have to sense it. And then, and isn't this, as I'm sort of still, you know, I'm, 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 I'm offline. I'm just, and, and then in the video, because they, they, they were documenting this for this retreat, that's just starting it in the video. I sense I'm, I'm just, I'm looking straight out and I'm shaking a bit. I end up going back to the ground and I lay down and I'm just sitting there, eyes closed. And one of the persons that was sitting there holding space for somehow, um, she's got this sense to go to the river. She just runs to the, where the river is and she picks up water from the river and she mm. comes back as as with the whatever little water she's got in her in her palms of her hands and she puts it on my forehead and my oh. eyes are closed and Melly, it literally felt like they were washing my brain like my brain all the cavities were just water was going through wow. and every single negative thought every single doubt was being washed away and it was just like i had this new way of thinking and then somehow a little bit of water she has left she just puts it on my lips and it was amazing because it was like I could taste joy and I oh. tasted happiness and I tasted abundance and I tasted and it was like, why would you taste anything else that's not that? Wow. Why would you why would you have any sour taste towards anything, towards anything, towards anyone in your life? That that's the joy that you should be always tasting. Is and I'm laying back and I start to open my eyes and I look up and it's just this bamboo amphitheater with lights coming through. It was like, all of this is yours. Just grab onto it. This whole universe is yours. This is all you need to see is that it's there and the abundance is there and that the clarity of it is there. You just have to see it. And once you see it, everything will open up. And the videos are there, just me smiling and tears are just rolling down my face of this overcoming joy of like, yes, dude, believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, then everything else is possible. Everything else is just the potential you know, for it to happen is there. I love this so much. So, so it's 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 the reason why I feel they call it the God molecule mm -hmm. is because I realized at that moment that I am God. Mm -hmm. That I'm God, that you're God, yeah, that my neighbor is God, yeah, that the person serving you coffee at Starbucks is a God. Yeah. That we're all gods. And yes, we can pray to other gods and we can have other gods and other things that we believe in. But how can you truly believe in anything else if you don't believe in yourself? Yeah. Right? If Powerful. you don't hold yourself accountable. And not God in an arrogant way. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. No, totally. God in the loving way. God in the understanding way. God in the all-powerful that everything is possible as long as you put your mind to it anything you do is possible so it was it, it was it was that sense of like 
believe in yourself like you're God. You're your God. You're nobody I, else's God. You're your God. I love this because I feel like it's such a perfect, I love this for you. It sounds mm-hmm. wildly healing. It's only going to support where you're going and where you're taking cultivating wisdom and the radiance that you're going to beam fucking blast people in their hearts. So it's like awesome, right? Yeah. yeah. I always I joked with my friends years ago yeah, where we I, we were like radiant. I'm a radiant ball of light and that people who yeah. hung out with me had to wear like nuclear blast shields, like big sunglasses. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like such yeah. a believer in that, like being yeah. a ball of light. But what I love about your story about this, this healing that you got is that you can absolutely see around the copious amount of things where people are saying, believe in yourself, right? And it's not the same to connect to, to like touch an idea like that when we're not connected to it. It is entirely different, the power when we feel that yes. right so like that yes. you had yes. a fucking embodied yes. deep transformative spiritual experience embedding that idea yep. into your every yep. fiber of your psyche and being that is power and mm-hmm. powerful Very. so it's like cuz cuz a lot of people who don't necessarily like, because that's what I want people to also learn about what when we're talking about these medicines, why are they so powerful is that as they deliver us these like deep knowings in our in our spiritual body and our emotional body and our physical body such that it's just way, way different. It's such a different level than just ideologically doing growth mindset work, which is important. I'm not even, I'm not dismissing that. I'm a life coach 15, 16 years. Like mindset work is really powerful. It's just, it tends to take a lot longer to iterate, to iterate, to collect the evidence of how do I know if I can believe in myself? Well, I got to keep trying. I just got to keep trying. I collect evidence over decades, right? And so I'm not saying that there's no integration after this. You're going to have to now go and step into this belief. But anyway, you see, you know what I mean? Like, I just want to, I want to highlight that because it's that embodied knowing is so strong and can help drive the decisions that we make, the brave actions that we take in, in ways that we wouldn't necessarily have been able to take otherwise. Like I see this in my healing journey all over the place and I'm thrilled at the idea of where you're going to take this for yourself, but go ahead. No, you're you're right. It's, it's it's again, it's going back to that thinking, acting, and behaving like that person you want to be. That's 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 the sense that I got through that journey, right? That the more I do that, the more I think mm-hmm. like the person I want to be, the more I act like that person I want, and the more I behave like that person I want to be, then there's no doubts. Because I'm already there. That's already happened. That's already and it was and it was that psychedelic experience that helped me to do that. And 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 yes, it's 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 incredibly powerful that in, in just one ceremony with that 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 enlightenment comes so quickly, right? That sometimes you like you said, 
that that potential of that happening could have happened without that ceremony. It it might have, you know what I mean? But there's a lot of work to be done. There's a lot of yeah. opening up to that psyche of really seeing it, really sensing it, really feeling it, of, of really getting that sense of what it feels like that the psychedelics do that that's why I feel is is takes that that other that other believing in yourself to that next level. Yeah. Right. That it well, really, really amplifies it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and of course we could talk for hours and hours about this. I have like 18 stories I would love to just throw into the space, you know, but in service of time and and yeah. You know, is there anything that we haven't talked about that you want to talk about? And all, so that and also where are we going? Where where are you going? What are you excited about? You were talking about growing, cultivating wisdom and and all of the things that you're doing. Is there any part of that that you want to share? We would love to hear that, too. All right. First, first, I want to talk about what an inspiration you are <laughs> first, because besides besides me watching you jump into ice baths on a daily basis <laughs> and going, oh my God, I, I, I just, I, I try to emulate and take cold showers and I'm like, I have no clue how she resists, how she stands. <laughs> Besides the fact that you are such a, like it's a, such a ray of light and you have two options. Either you put on the nuclear glasses or you, you, you stand right by your side and hug you and shine just as much that, that for sure I have to reiterate because you, you. you're a special, you're, you're a special, special individual, and I and I love how one thing that I really love that you do is that you take us into your world, Thank right? You, you take friend. us backstage, and you let us see your vulnerability, and you let us see your joy, and you let us see who you are, and that's incredibly powerful and magical. So, thank you know, you. thank you, thank you for you. I I I could not be more happy that uh, that you exist and that you're that you're in my circle and that we're in each other's circle so yeah. so that I, I didn't know i would be remiss to sort of leave without definitely recognizing you for that thank you my um, friend what's next for us um we continue to grow you know what i mean cultivating wisdom is going to be a platform um bigger uh than it is right now in the psychedelic space um i am more focusing on my generation right there's mm-hmm. a lot of voices talking about psychedelics but i think there's more people of my generation that need to see someone like me yeah, yeah. Uh, talk to them. So I'm going to get into the 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 helping people get on a safe and effective microdosing protocol um, through different training systems that we're going to do. Uh, I'm going to put together a, a nice 12 week uh, program to get people on a on, on a really productive microdosing protocol. Um, we're going to look at trying to do some retreats in Colombia um, next year. Cool, and definitely also. Um, move a little bit more into the Hispanic space, right? Okay, I, I, I think that I would d- do a disservice being Hispanic American to not share this message with with the Latino community. Beautiful. And then moving forward, you know what I mean? Cultivating wisdom wants to be, um, you know, wants to continue to grow. We want to be able to, to, to give this medicine or at least have the education platform of this medicine to everyone, right? That, yeah. That lower marginalized, underserved communities also Absolutely. have the potential to 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 grow and heal through these medicines that that down the road cultivating wisdom has a nonprofit where we could bring, bring people and educate them educate Absolutely. them how to take 
these medicines that their ancestors have used for gazillions of years yep. and take them back into their communities and help people heal. So that's that's what we're doing. Like I said, Wonderland is, is, is coming up. So so that'll be good. And, you know, continue to grow, continue to grow this community, continue to spread this message, continue to um, share space with wonderful people like you and, and, and continue to connect and share and collaborate and, and, and share love, share love because we need it so much right now, Melanie. We need. Yeah. We need more smiles. We need more hugs. The world, the world needs it. We need to spread much love. Yeah, we need, we much need to spread love. as much love. Yeah, we need to spread <laughs> as much love as we can, right? And that's that's a journey, right? That it's, you know, that if we smile at five people, two of them might not smile back. Two of them are gonna smile back, and one's even gonna give you a hug. So yeah, that's yes. yeah, that's that's the idea. Well, to continue how to spread can people- that give you a digital hug like where do they Definitely, follow you what course. is your what is Yay. your website like yes. how can people legitimately yes. support you and follow you and definitely. and be a part of your what you're building definitely so definitely follow us on instagram cultivating.wisdom that's a platform for me being myself just like mel she's she's there being honest being vulnerable being awesome um cultivatingwisdom.net is the actual store the apparel brand we want people to wear stuff like this why this opens up conversations. Someone wears something like this and someone can come up and say, wait a minute, you microdose? I've heard about that. I've read about that. Can you cultivate me with some wisdom on how I can smile like your smile? Or someone says, yeah. oh, you microdose? So do I. What are you microdosing? What protocol are you on? I felt this. Have you been feeling that? You know what I mean? How are you dealing with this? Just open up these conversations. So that's cultivatingwisdom.net. And then you can follow me, find me on Caesar Marin, C-E-S-A-R-M-A-R-I-N.net. That is the landing page there. We're going to put up the training program for um, Generation Extras uh, and the availability for the retreat. So a lot of different places you could find us. Please come join this wonderful community. Um, I'm more than happy to share my story with whoever. I'm more than happy to sort of, you know, share DMs and, you know, help you guide you with the, whatever you need uh, to get on a good and safe microdosing practice. Caesar. I love you so I love so you. much. I love you dearly. Yes. Heart hands legit. Yes, definitely. I am so thrilled. Thank you for sharing your stories. Thank you for being vulnerable. Thank you for being open. It makes a difference. Like I believe in it deeply. This is why I have so much fuel and energy for Trust the Journey. Is it like I definitely. believe Thank you. your presence here today has made a difference and will continue to make a difference to anybody who listens to this episode. So thank you. So team, you know where to find him. He just said to all the links, go and follow him on Instagram. 60 Seconds of Wisdom with Caesar is a super dope series. I'm just <laughs> saying I love it. Um and yeah, follow, follow, follow. Of course, trustthejourney.today is all of our stuff. Yes. And, you know, reach out to me directly anytime as always. But just join join us however you are called and we welcome you. Caesar, right. thank trust, you so much. And, and trust the journey. <laughs> yes. <laughs>